I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. I'm not in the present. Good morning, 1032. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you with your voicemails. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to contribute. Yeah, variety of phone. You know, Casey, I'm always amazed at the emotion that this show is able to stir on a daily basis, which is incredible because we're always told, oh, nobody listens to you. And yet people call and they're super passionate and they fill the voicemail box up. And that's wild that nobody he's listening and yet people are calling anyway mm-hmm. uh let's start with uh, somebody called about you know they uh, we talked about how the uh the Indiana House Republicans, they don't have any answer for you on the property taxes, and they'll get back to you in April, and mm-hmm. they need more time to study the data. And But when it came to giving themselves a million and a half dollars in raises, mm-hmm. they didn't need any more time on that, and they could vote for that right away. And we opened up the hotline for whatever Johnny Tough guy that's always bad-mouthing <laughs> us, uh, whether it was Jim Lucas or uh, the Tesla guy. Um What's his name? Jake Tashka. Jake, Jake Tashka, who clearly has the hotline. I remember that time he incessantly called mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again and demanded to be on the show. Mm-hmm. We we opened that up for them to be tough guys and call. And, you know, we just wanted to talk to them about one specific thing, mm-hmm. you know, voting for the record budget with the record spending, mm-hmm. with the record taxation, with one and a half million dollars of raises in there for them. That's what we wanted to, and nobody wanted to take us up on that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, somebody called about that and has an idea on what we uh, what we need to do. So let's listen and then we'll address. All right, I'm listening to the legislators voting in the pay raise. The question I have, if we want to be target specific here, why don't we go to that legislator who actually wrote it? who thought it was a good idea to pilfer more money from the taxpayers and ask them why. And I think it would make great radio, and it would make them squirm a little bit <laughs> if someone with a microphone, iPhone, whatever, megaphone, went up to them and asked them why they thought they were justified in voting in this pay raise, giving themselves a pay raise. So let's, let's do a little guerrilla warfare not guerrilla warfare, but let's do some guerrilla journalism and go right to the source and ask them instead of waiting on them to call you. They're not going to do it because they can't stack up. So why not go direct to the one who introduced the bill, who wrote the bill, proposed the, the pay raise? And if they won't give an answer, then that'll tell you that they're not worth a nickel, which technically they're not worth a penny. But that's just my opinion. Okay, so first of all, we know who wrote the bill. It's the budget, so it's not an ind- there's not an individual bill that says lawmakers shall get a pay raise. Mm-hmm. They're they're not man enough to do that. They stick it in a 500 or whatever page budget, and yeah. you have to have people like I do who load these people yet are forced to work for them to feed their families and send me the information. So it was buried in the budget, which 66 to 29, 66 Republicans with no Democrats, I believe, voted for the budget. So you really can't pick on one guy because all the Republicans have input in the budget. Now, the guy who writes the budget, technically, I guess, is uh, I have the great misfortune of this guy being my rep, Jeff Thompson, mm-hmm. who is only there because he's his dad control the money. Yeah, he's head of ways and means, and he's only there because, and he's been there since the earth was young because his daddy was a famous politician. And Jeff Thompson figured out long ago that if I just shut up and say thank you, sir, may I have another, I'll eventually rise to head of ways and means, which is one of the most important positions. Uh, I last had a conversation with Jeff Thompson last summer during the whole. Remember when they stole 1500 of our money and then 
gave us 200 back mm-hmm. and threw themselves a parade. Mm-hmm. And I spent about 20-ish minutes on the phone with him. And by the time I got done, I was ready to actually leap out the car as I was still moving on 465 <laughs> because he kept telling me what a great deal I was getting, that I was only getting 200 of the 1,500 back. Right. Now, I will go over there again, Casey, mm-hmm. but we all know what happens every time I go over. They refuse to see me. They mm-hmm. refuse to talk to me. If we do it like Duke of Spendingburg, you know, and he's a big, tough guy, so I was surprised he had to bring a burly, uh, large uh, deputy there with Igor. him. Yeah. Uh, well, he brought the evil assistant, Igor, but he also mm-hmm. brought the deputies right. with him, and which is weird because he's a 2A guy and, mm-hmm. you know, real tough guy. But uh, when I went to the State House last time, Holcomb wouldn't see me and some poor junior staffer at the desk got starry-eyed and peed down his leg and you know as I kept giving him the questions it's, I mean I can do it but it just never goes anywhere these people do not the it is, does not lie with me and guerrilla journalism or whatever it lies with you they think you're stupid they think you're weak they laugh at you those people hate you and as long as you keep rolling over and voting for mm-hmm. them they're going to keep giving themselves a million and a half dollars in raises and raising your taxes okay jeff thompson let's see i'll uh, i'll see what i can get yeah done. you can guerrilla journalism this one they don't know what i look no, like no that's well right no oh trust me casey you're on a list uh, <laughs> because you're associated with me right all right uh remember yesterday we had stan lovins on he mm-hmm. was the uh, evangelist who was at january 6th yep we went through the de- just great detail on what he saw on january 6th it was really an interesting interview really flies in the face of the narrative that you heard from this panel commission whatever they were uh on january 6th well i had asked him did you see viking guy right and everybody remembers viking guy the guy with the horns jacob chancellor Uh, is that was that his name okay nobody thought he was a literal viking it's just a description where everybody knows when you say that everybody knows everybody knows who i'm talking about if you type in google viking guy his face comes up. And again, this is part of the problem, right? We give people every day a gajillion things that they could be fired up about, upset about, take action on, write letters about, show up to the state house, do your own version of guerrilla journalism or whatever we're calling it. But no, the fact that I called the guy Viking guy is what this dude got hung up on and he wasted his time to call us about. Go. But pertaining to the January 6th riots and incidents, you, Rob, and Hammer and Nigel and, and Tony Katz, y'all refer to the guy as the Viking guy. Uh, Vikings did not wear horned helmets in history. There's a special on the History Channel documentary, and they point that out, that there were no horned animals uh, in Norway. Uh, they had cows. But what the man is wearing uh, there in Washington, D.C., at the Capitol on January 6th is a buffalo headdress, Mm -hmm. an American Indian buffalo headdress. The American Indian chiefs wore them. I've seen them in several Western movies. And if you can recall, the guy, uh, he doesn't have a shirt on. He's got a buffalo hide draped over his shoulder. But it's an American buffalo headdress that American Indian chiefs wore. And this is why we've lost our republic, and this is why we've lost our state. And I like that guy. He listens to our show. He calls all the time. Thank you. Mm -hmm. How much time did you waste on that? 
And what did that actually accomplish for the betterment of the things we talk about on this show every day? I never thought he was an actual Viking or pretending to be a Viking. But Casey, mm-hmm. when you say Viking guy, universally, everybody knows. Everyone knows. Right. We didn't come up with that brand. Somebody else did. But to that caller's point, he's, I think, trying to tell us how Viking guy was wearing symbols of America. With the buffalo horn and the buffalo hawk. Who cares? I'm just saying. He's a lunatic. I would just like to uh, call out a flaw in his uh, Oh, lesson. great. Thank you. Uh, Norway actually has moose and deer, so those are horned animals. And he's a world traveler. And this is the why Kevin is on, here. The point of, thank you, Kev, because mm-hmm. the point on all this, it doesn't matter. We're giving a description of, by which every person will universally know, mm-hmm. because if we said the guy's name, no one would know. And if we said horned guy, uh-huh. if no. We, if we said Jacob Chansley, <laughs> just, people would be like, who? Yeah. I hope he calls back. Oh, I'm sure he will. And he's a nice guy and he listens to the show, but it's like, dude. Stop wasting your time on this. Mm-hmm. You could have written a letter. You could have made a phone call. You could have blah, blah, blah to people that are actually robbing this country blind. Doesn't, uh, isn't Jacob Chancellor, isn't he uh, did 25 years? Is that what he got? So what he was I don't know. facing D- yeah, D- it doesn't for matter. being a simple. Viking guy. Uh, a caller was correct. <laughs> he was bare chested. Uh, okay, real quick. Uh, somebody... Remember yesterday, some guy called and proposed that all the truckers shut down downtown about the property mm-hmm. taxes, and I said, I need help on knowing how you organize a truck convoy, uh-huh. because I have no experience in the trucking industry. Right. Someone called who don't has have experience. Your license. Yes. Probably in, don't even know how to drive a no, truck. No, I have no idea. I know how right. to drive a small, compact car, because <laughs> I'm poor and it gets good gas mileage. Go. Hi, Rob. On Monday, you had some comedian call up and suggest having all the truck drivers come and surround the state house for property taxes. Well, Rob, there is an association that represents truck drivers out of Grain Valley, Missouri. There's 300, there's three, three and a half million truck drivers in this country. This association only has 150,000 members. That's less than 4.5% of the total truck drivers in this country. So if we can't get truck drivers to join the only association that represents the driver, how do you think we're going to get truck drivers to come and rally for your property taxes? We Just like you can't get two property owners to stick their head out the window and agree that the sky is blue and taxes are too high, you can't get two truck drivers to stick their head out the window and agree that the wheel's around. <laughs> it is hard to get a consensus. I'm sorry for having any fun on this show. Just ask John Kirby from uh, the White House. I'm just sorry for ever just laughing. I'm sorry for smiling. I'm sorry for joking. I'm just, I'm sorry for proposing anything of any fun of any kind. Mm-hmm. Apparently the truck that I, I made one suggestion and that just sparked that. So yeah, you also you suggested that people wear purple. Yes. And go to the state house. Were were you serious about that? I just want people to write and call their lawmakers <laughs> and tell them to stop stealing the money and mm-hmm. wasting it on worthless crap. All right, uh, one more call. Hate mail. Oh, uh, save the best for last. Remember I thought you, that was the hate well, mail. Well, no, oh, no. There's a good okay. one. Um, 
Remember yesterday, Casey, we did the segment about Ben Lacey, the Brownsburg Town Councilman, who Mm -hmm. did not disclose Mm -hmm. that he was part owner in a property that is right next to a property where they're going to spend a whole million dollars taxpayer money in Brownsburg to Mm -hmm. facilitate a new development of some sort. And we went into all that because we're trying to educate people. Hey, not only is this happening where I live, but something similar could be happening where you're where you live. I thought it was a pretty good segment. I thought it was a pretty good educational segment mm-hmm. on trying to inform people about local government that you won't hear anywhere else. Yeah. Got a lot of good response on it. One person was very, very, very unimpressed, though. Hey, Rob, I'm really tired of it about Brownsburg. If you're going to do something, do it. Either. As the old saying goes, or get off the pot, boy. It was a boy at the end. Yeah. Hey boy. You know it's really serious when he calls you boy. Can we play can we play that just one more time just so we can hear the end of it? Hey Rob, I'm really tired of hearing about Brownsburg. If you're gonna do something, do it either. As the old saying goes, or get off the pot, boy. Right. Right. It kinda sounds like there's I don't know if there's a TV in the background or yeah. little kids. Yeah, boy. Because he's nothing cursing. nothing tells you someone's serious like a boy reference. Okay, he's saying to do something. What would he like me to do? You did do well, something. Well, that's right. What else would you like For me to do? For two months, you exactly. did something. You tried to get answers. The only reason we did the segment is because I cannot get answers from that town about what's happening. Right. And you're upset about me. Uh-huh. For coming on here and telling you about things government are doing, but you're not ex- upset at the actual government who's the one not providing the answers. If they'd just given me the answers, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had to come here mm-hmm. and do the segment. What would you like me to do? I'm not law enforcement. Maybe someone in law enforcement heard the segment and would like to take a step. Right. I don't know. I did what I have the power to do. I'm not in the office. I'm not law enforcement. I simply did the segment, provided the information, said, hey, you might want to pay attention to this because similar things could be happening where you live. And that apparently set the guy off. So I guess talking about calling some guy Viking guy, Mm -hmm. asking a question about truck convoys, Mm -hmm. and informing you about things that are going on in communities and local governments, that just makes me the worst person in the world. Does Brownsburg have a rival? Is there like a rival city? Avon. Avon. Okay, so maybe that guy lives in Avon. It could be. And that's why he doesn't want to hear about Brownsburg. Maybe that guy could call back and tell me what he would like me to do. He kind of sounded like the guy who said, you need to figure out what kind of show you want to do. true. Be. Maybe it's the same guy. Maybe he just hates me. Maybe he doesn't actually want me to do anything. He just hates me for breathing. Well, he gave us he gave us more content for liners. Yeah, that's <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Deliverance. All right, it's 1046. Hammers up next with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.